If you're someone who has a passion for cut flowers, our environment, and wants to make the world more beautiful, you're in the right place. Whether you're growing flowers for pleasure or profit, I'm on a mission to empower flower enthusiasts and professionals to help change the world around them. Whether you're just starting out and need a helping hand, or are looking to scale a substantial flower business, I'm your cut flower woman. Welcome to the Cut Flower Podcast. Hello there and welcome to the Cut Flower Podcast. So today we're having a soulless session, so it's just me, which is very unusual because we're normally inviting guests. But today I wanted to talk to you about hardy annuals because it's that time of year. So what is a hardy annual and a half-hardy annual? And it all gets very confusing. The definition of a hardy annual is a plant that goes through its entire life cycle in one season. But it's hardy. So you have hardy and you have half-hardy. And there is a definite difference. Hardy goes, can go through the winter because it's a hardier plant. It doesn't mind a bit of frost. But a half-hardy can definitely not. So if you've got half-hardy seeds, just put them to one side until the spring and concentrate now on sort of mid to late August on the half on the hardy annuals. So here at Fieldgate Flowers, we start ours off all in the tunnel in mid to late August, and then we plant outside in the last week in September. We do that because the soil is still quite warm, and then the root system can develop really when it's outside and start to grow before the winter comes in. Lowering of temperatures, lowering of daylight. Think about growing them undercover in a cold frame or in a polytunnel or in if you've got a greenhouse and getting them to such a point that then you can put them outside um, in the last week in September. So they have time. They really have time to start get going. So and then come next spring, you will get the eruption of flowers and they will come earlier. Um, That's why you actually do autumn sowing. So let's talk about, well, what shall we sow? Because not all hardy annuals um, really can take the frost. So it's important that you choose very wisely. So let's think about the list. What does this list contain? I kick off with Ami Visnaga. It's the big umbrels they've got. It looks like an umbrella um, as a a filler flower. um, And it then can form seed heads, which are rather beautiful as well. So Ami Visnaga, I would definitely add to the hardy list. And we use, we grow varieties, green mint and Casablanca. They're the two that I would have as Ami Visnaga. And it's really hardy. Now, that is opposed to Ami Majus, because Ami Majus is more delicate. And we grow Graceland here. It's also called Queen Anne's Lace and has an immense vase life. But it's not so hardy. So we would not grow that as an autumn sown and ready to get out in the winter. So Ami Visnaga, not Ami Majus. Calendulas. We grow three types of calendulas here, but there are loads and loads of them. So do have a look around. Calendulas can be directly sown outside if you want to in August and September. And then will flower the following spring. Indian Prince. It's a really bright orange. It's a love it or hate it bright orange. If you like orange, Indian Prince. Snow Princess, you get, get the name Snow, so it's a winter-performing calendula. It's a pale yellow going towards white. Snow Princess is a lovely one. And we also grow Pink Surprise, 
which isn't pink at all. It's apricot in color going towards a white. Definitely not pink. So pink surprise. So Indian Prince, Snow Princess or Pink Surprise are the three calendulas that we grow here at Fieldgate Flowers. And like I say, you can directly sow them in August or September or you can sow them in um, undercover if you want to and then put the seedlings outside. So lots of decisions to be made, aren't there, about whether it's direct sow, whether you sow them undercover, whether you have an autumn or spring. And the best way is to have an absolute Excel spreadsheet and plan your year. Then looking at cornflowers, there are loads and loads of colours of cornflowers. And we grow Centaura sinus, which is black ball, a really deep maroon colour, very tall, can grow 1.2 metres, a great cornflower. We also do the classic blue one because there aren't many blue flowers in the spring. And that's called blue diadem. So that bright blue, sort of um, turquoise, uh, just turquoisey blue and very bright. Everybody has seen those cornflowers. So with cornflowers, you can make the decision to whether you direct sow them now, whether you sow them undercover and then get them out, or you leave them to the spring. But it is hardy enough if you want to get ahead with cornflowers. So two more, and one is actually not really, I'm cheating a little, not really a hardy annual, is Dorcas Carotta, part of the wild carrot family. It is actually a hardy biennial, but its dormancy is broken by a period of cold. So it needs to go out in the autumn. You can sow it directly. Just leave it in there. Its dormancy is, like I say, is broken by cold and will come next spring. It's a lovely, lovely plant, Dorcas Carotta. So I've called it a hardy, but it's actually a hardy biennial. So it's crept in there. One of my favorites is Orlan Orlea grandiflora. And I would grow as much of this as you possibly can. It's a white lace flower. You can never have too much. It is beautiful and a great filler. And all bouquets, bridal bouquets, all arrangements, but Orlea grandiflora. And for me, I prefer it over Ami, but we do grow both. Um, but Olea grandiflora would definitely be on my list. And there are some that we're actually going to leave, uh, that we're actually going to grow undercover now, but we're going to leave undercover. We're not going to put them outside until the spring. And this is because although they're hardy annuals, they're not really that hardy. So think about things like larkspur, antirhinums or snapdragons, amimagus, I've already mentioned amimagus, cerinthi, and then the wonderful Californian poppies, which we grew for the first time this year and are still blooming now. So they come in lots of beautiful colors from whites to pinks to orange to yellow. Normally buy a mix so you can't tell what the color of them are. And then you can be surprised. But do bear in mind with Californian poppies, you need to pick them just as they're splitting at the top, not when they're open. So you won't know what the color is when you go to pick it. And that is the surprise. But Californian poppies, definitely. So what do we, Larkspur, we grow limelight carmine, which is a dark pink. We also do limelight pink, the limelight series, which is a light pink. And then we grow the white as well. So Larkspur are a great favorite here. And we would grow them undercover, keep them undercover for the winter and then get them out next spring. With things like nigella and scabious, we would leave until the spring. So that's your decision, really. You need to sort of decide. You have a look at all your hardy annuals, all your half-hardy annuals. Decide what you're actually going to grow um, undercover or direct now and decide what you're going to grow next spring. 
we're actually updating our cup flower planner for 2024. So that will be available on Amazon very soon. But that sort of thing where you plan your whole year is really important. And then lastly, we haven't mentioned sweet peas. And sweet peas, um, you can now grow undercover, probably November, December, as late as November, December undercover. And then you can get them out next spring. Or you can do spring sowing of sweet peas too. And you can do successional sowing of sweet peas, but that's another topic, successional sowing. But we buy our sweet peas from Roger Parsons. There is actually a podcast available where I have chatted with Roger Parsons, and it's really worthwhile listening to. I learned so much myself. Because sweet peas can take a temperature of up to minus five, which is why they're great undercover in the winter. You can even get them outside if the temperatures aren't going under minus five. And they are really, really hardy. And you kind of think of sweet peas being all really delicate um, and very small and therefore not something that could go through the winter. But sweet peas, definitely, if you can autumn sow them, get them really strong, get them out in the spring and then do another sowing in the spring and then get those ones out. So sweet peas are one of those things that you can play with and are well known as an autumn sowing. So we've talked all about um, hardy annuals and I've given you my recommendations. So let me know what you're growing. Um, we hope that you will review this podcast, rate and review this podcast in your podcast app. And I look forward to chatting to you all again soon. I look forward to next week's episode. Please don't forget to subscribe and rate and review on your podcast app. We do have some wonderful free resources on our website at thecutflowercollective.co.uk. We also have two free Facebook communities, which we'd love you to join. For farmers or those who want to be flower farmers, we have Cut Flower Farming, Growth and Profit in Your Business. And our other free Facebook group is Learn with the Cut Flower Collective for those starting out on their flower journey. All of the links are below. I look forward to getting to know you all.